Good evening, folks. Welcome back to Dance Fever. America, no, I, I don't know that it has that wide an appeal. Uh, we are a husband-wife dance competition show fan podcast. Been doing it for a couple years, only 383 episodes worth of years. We talk about as many of the dance competition shows as we can watch tonight, today, this morning, this afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening. We're talking about Strictly Come Dancing Series 20 and Dancing with the Stars Season 31, both Halloween night. We're going to start with Strictly Come Dancing. And we have Tessa and Claudia as our hostesses, and Craig, Motsy, Shirley, and Anton as our judges. And scores will be in that order, if I remember to give them. The first couple out is Tony and Katya, doing a quick step. Dancing to CDB's The Devil Went Down to Georgia. That's uh, Charlie Daniels' band, if you don't know them. And that's kind of the theme-ish of their dance. Mm-hmm. Tony was the devil. And Katya was not playing a fiddle, but she was supposedly the fiddle she player. Was, she wasn't a Johnny either, no, was she? No. no. And it was Tony's best dance yet. He actually looked coordinated, and he actually looked like he was doing the proper steps. It was lovely. And he got a seven and three eights. Sorry. I'm just sore. I, I can't see past my soreness to say anything good about him. He he just he should not be here. He should not still Better be here. Better people no, have but, gone home. But it was his best dance. I guess. Will and Nancy came out next and did a cha cha cha. Dancing to Tom Jones and the Stereophonics. Mama told me not to come. And they were mummies. And no he couldn't figure out why they chose that song for them to dance. I've never to. heard of the Stereophonics, have you? No. I know Tom Jones, yes. but... Hmm. and But it was a pretty good dance. They got all eights. I thought that he did eight-worthy. I mean, it was not the best cha-cha-cha I've ever seen, but I would think that it probably is difficult to cha-cha-cha with you got mummy wraps all over mm-hmm. you. Kim and Graziano did a rumba. They're a Welsh band that was formed in 1992. Well, he's Welsh, isn't he? Yes, but cool. he is much older than 1992. Yes. Apparently, so they wanted to get together with him, like Lady Gaga did with Tony Bennett. That's a that's a very recent thing. What is he? Probably late fifties, maybe. Who? Tom Jones. Oh, he's older than that. No, when when he started singing, you think late fifties? When he started singing? Yeah. No, he was younger than that. Really? When Tom Jones started, fifties would make him almost. Uh, would oh, make you're him, talking about the year. I thought you were talking about Yeah, no, his not age. age. No, the, the year. Yes. 1950s, late. 50s, 60s. Late 50s, yeah. probably. Because that would put him, if he was born then, it would put him in his 70s, right? Mm-hmm. 50 he, and he 20. He probably is. 70 to 80. So, yeah, maybe not late 50s. Maybe like early, early to middle 60s. Kim and Graziano dancing to Madonna's Frozen. And she was. I th- Frozen? She was the, the the Wicked Witch in Frozen. I can't remember the name. Graziano was someone that had been frozen by her, and she unthought him long enough to dance the rumba and then frozen back. Frozen back. And they got two eights and two nines, and I thought it was a pretty good rumba. She could have had a little bit more extension, but I understand that as a celebrity, she's probably not as limber mm. as 
some of the pro women are who can really do the stretches. So she's older also. She is so older also. But it was very pretty. I thought what she did. Two he, eights, two nines. He looked like a a a, a, a weeping weeping angel. angel. A man weeping angel. Yeah, yeah he was I mean, all gray because yeah, he, he looked just like yeah. It was kind of cool. First, you thought he was a statue. Well, yeah, because I I didn't Here's hear that. the froze. Yeah. I didn't I didn't make that connection. James and Amy did a Charleston dancing to Laverne Baker's Bumblebee. And I'd never heard the song before. No. It, the dance was okay. It wasn't a great Charleston. It definitely was, I don't know how in the world a bumblebee and a beekeeper got to be a Halloween scary I, I don't know. thing. She was a queen bee, too. I guess. And, and he was, yeah, he was a beekeeper with the hood and all that stuff. But they got a six and three sevens. Molly and Carlos, as they say it. Carlos. Carlos did an Argentine tango. Dancing to Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill. And I thought it was really good. It was not quite as intense and romantic as an Argentine tango normally is because they were being vampires and they felt that they had to be more adversarial in their Argentine tango than lovey-dovey. So she danced it very precisely, very technically well. It just wasn't a lot of the oomph that you like in an Argentine tango. They got a six and three nines. I didn't think the six was warranted. I did not think she did the same quality of dance as James and Amy and someone later that Craig gives a 6 to. Yeah, I thought I, her quality of dance was much Craig, better than theirs. So if he's going to give her a 6, well, actually, James danced before her. Yeah. If he's going to give James a 6, he should have given Molly at least a 7 or an 8. Yeah, it, um, he is – this shows Carrie Ann. I don't think that they the, pay attention to what they give – I don't no. think they go into it with the thought of, okay, I'm going to rank you no. 1 to 10, yeah. 1 the one I like, like the least, 10 the one I like the best, they, and kind of try to remember, okay, I gave this person a 6, and no, she was better than that, so I've got to give her at least a 7. They can't keep that in mind. because I would. Well, no, I'm just saying, because the way they score, oh, yeah. it, it just shows they, they can't should, possibly they keep that in mind. Carrie Ann is the same way. I know. And it was really well, no, bad Carrie this, Ann is, this Monday. Is more um, wow. She's not fair. No. In reality, but in her mind, she is because she goes by the feels. So Tyler and Diane come out next, and they do a cha 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 dancing to the banana boat. Everybody knows the song as "Deo" by Klaus Halen Torzister. Torzister. And it's from Beetlejuice, the famous dining room. Everybody's at dinner, and the ghost takes over. Beetlejuice takes over everyone. Who was that originally? Harry Belafonte? I think so. Didn't he do it? And they kind of did that skit. They were at a table. At a, at a table. And then the, they got yeah. up and danced, and they came back, and the and the monster came up through the middle of the table, the hands, and got their faces. But I thought it was really good. They got a seven, two nines, and a ten. Didn't agree with Anton that it was the best cha-cha-cha that had ever been on Strictly at no, all. No, but, no. you know, he's he's entitled to his opinion. I thought the 7 was low. I thought it deserved at least an 8. So there you go. His 10 kind of brought the 7 up and e- we were fair. Evened out, balanced out. Yeah. Helen and Gorka came out and did a foxtrot. To Sam the Sham and the Pharaoh's rendition of Little Red Riding Hood. And that's exactly what she was. She was Little Red Riding Hood, and he was the wolf. He was the wolf. And it was a good foxtrot. It wasn't a great foxtrot. It was an exclamation point. It wasn't, you know, but it was good. They got a seven, two eights, and a nine. 
Hamza and Yuwita came out and did a tango. Dancing to Chris Isaac's Wicked Game. And they did a tango and... Oh, he was the king. I'm trying to remember what their theme was. He was the ki- he was a king, and I don't remember what she was to find the, the scary Halloween thing. They got an eight, a nine, an eight, and an eight. I thought that that was maybe underscored, maybe not. It just depends on how you like your tango. I thought he did well. Mm-hmm. They said he had a couple balance checks. I didn't see him. So there you go. Fleur and Vita did a salsa. Dancing to Beyonce's Break My Soul. She was a fortune teller. He was a nerd that came to see the fortune teller. But somehow she had mystical powers over yeah, him she, she was making him do stuff. She put him at her command. So, so. it was weird. It was, it was good. I thought it wasn't great because she got a little too over dancey with it. A little too club dancey, maybe. <laughs> she was over? Yeah, she was over. She got four eights. Is that is that like... The wrestling equivalent no. of being extra? No. What, was she extra? No, she wasn't extra. Oh, okay. She just, Isn't it, that what the kids say? That's that's a kid term, extra. Mm-hmm. She was too extra. clubby with it and not enough salsa she was content over. for me. Yeah, she, she was the face and she's over. Ellie and Nikita did a foxtrot. Two, Larry Marcus's rendition of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? And she was Thelma and he was Shaggy. Yes. And it was a fair foxtrot. I agree with Craig. There was too much stopping and starting, and the acting wasn't very good. And she, but she had little tiny legs. So I can see where it would be hard for her to dance in and out of things to to, to do the acting part. If she's far away, she's going to have to run to get there on time. So yeah. But it wasn't my favorite dance for them. They got a six, an eight, a seven, and an eight. And then Ellie and JoJo wrapped up our evening with a couple's choice. Dancing to Hocus Pocus's theme, I Put a Spell on You. And it was kind of a theme, thematic jazz piece, I guess you could say, because they were yeah, dancing okay. with the thought of Hocus Pocus in mind with the big cauldron, and it was a little jazz kind of going Ellie on Ellie was the Bette Midler character. Yeah. And it was so obvious that JoJo was the pro because they were doing side by side and oh, she was not dancing up to him no. and he was not letting off for her. I mean, he could have let off a little bit knowing what they were, but maybe in practice she was better because she even said on It Takes Two, you know, I knew that we were side by side and I knew I was going to have to really go for it so that we didn't look bad because were, he is a pro and it didn't work out. They were so I don't know. The same, I don't know if she got nervous yeah, and just was, didn't dance as well as she did in practice, but it was so obvious that she was not the pro. Yeah. But they still got an eight and three nines because everybody just loves couple They were, choice they were so entertained. They, they love couple's choice. They always score it high. Are you not entertained? Yeah, well, you weren't as entertained. I was not entertained. We'll go on to the vote off show. And I'm going to say Rina Sawayama was Sawaya- our yes. musical guest. S A W A Y A M A. Sawayama is how. Sawayama. Is how Claudia said it. Rina Sawayama. Uh huh. And we weren't impressed at mm, all. No. Not at all. No. But they do a rehash first. They all come out and they do a rehash of everybody's dance. And then they have them all under the lights and tell them safe is Ellie and Nikita, Tyler and Diane, Ellie and Johannes, and Will and Nancy. And in the dance-off is Fleur and Vito yet again. This woman does not have enough people out there Fleur voting for her. Fleur needs to get some people voting. She needs to get some people. Whatever show she's on, she needs to start talking it up and get some people voting. 
And then we had our musical guest, and we had the judges they, where they talked to the judges, brought everybody that's left back out and told Hamza and jo- and Yuita that they were safe. Kim and Graziano, Tony and Katya, boo. which made Eddie Lee go boo. boo. Molly and Carlos, and then we had left Helen and Gorka and James and Amy, and they told Helen and Gorka that they were safe, and James and Amy, you're in the dance-off. So I kind of figured mm-hmm. at that that it was a shoe-in for Fleur to move on mm-hmm. between James and Fleur, because quite honestly, and thank you, the judges normally do pick the better dancer of, right, to keep. Of the two in of the, the dance-off. Of the two in the dance-off. No. It could be do good ones, but they usually I usually agree with who they think is the better dancer. And they chose to keep Fleur, so we said goodbye to James and Amy. All right, so it looks like one, two, three, four. Four of seven weeks, Tony and Katya have had the low score. Mm-hmm. And he is still there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, one unlearned dance, and those are for Nikita and Ellie at Charleston, for Johannes and Ellie a rumba. For Fleur and Vitoa Waltz, Hamza and Juwita are doing a cha-cha-cha, Helen and Gorka a jive, Kim and Graziano an Argentine tango, Molly and Carlos a foxtrot, Tony and Katja a salsa, oh my goodness, Tyler and Diane a Viennese waltz, and Will and Nancy a quick step. Hamza and Juwita have three times gotten a high score mm-hmm. out of seven, or out of six. And so that's all we have for That's Strictly. all we know? Yep. About Strictly for next week. About Strictly. So we'll move on to Dancing with the Stars, where we do that know that next week is 90s week. Yes. And we are going to have In Vogue, Salt and Pepper, Kid in Play, and Vanilla Ice all involved in um, the show somehow. Yeah, they don't, they don't say anything about a theme for next week for no, Strictly. No, not on Strictly. Mm-mm. So... So, it was Halloween week also on Dancing with the Stars. We have Tyra and Alfonso as our host and hostess. We have Carrie Ann, Lynn, Derek, and Bruno as our judges. No guest judges this week. And that's the order I'll give the scores in. And our first couple out is Jordan and Brandon doing a tango. Dancing to Ed Ivory and Ken Page's Oogie Boogie song. And they were skeletons, sort of-esque. Had little skeleton things. Brandon's makeup was very intense and mm-hmm. and and dramatic, whereas Jordan was basically just in a dress that had skeletons on it. So apparently she didn't want to have a lot of makeup on her. But they got all nines because their tango was pretty good, mm-hmm. I thought. Now, came okay, next out was Charlie and Mark doing an Argentine tango. Dancing to Fabio Hager Sextito's Tanguera. And they got a nine and three tens. And she was, they were vampires, weren't they? Mm, uh, I think so. I think that they were vampires. The she, nine. From, she was possessed. She wouldn't, didn't she do the back walk? She did do the backward, like possession walk, where she was bent over backwards with her hands and her feet on the floor doing a, doing a spider walk. It was, it was cool that she's that uh, limber. Um, Carrie Ann gave her a nine, which caused some contention with Eddie Lee. But I kind of, kind of can kind of see what Carrie Ann was saying. It was technically an excellent Argentine tango. The choreography was excellent. What she did was excellent. But there wasn't any 
smooth, smormy, Argentine tango feel to it whatsoever. Right. So according to Carrie Ann, Shangela, Gabby, and Trevor all did better than Charlie did. Trevor didn't. That is bull pucky. Shangela didn't. Gabby maybe. That, yeah. that That's my beef. Yeah, I know. Next up were Daniel and Britt doing a pasta doble. And. Oh, I'm sorry. Carrie Ann couldn't even explain why she gave her a nine. She got all in her explanation, uh-huh. and, and there there was nothing there, but she gave her a nine. So even more so, it's like, well, then why did you right. do that? Right. Daniel and Britt came out and did a pasta doble. Dancing to Billie Eilish's Bury a Friend. And they were running from the zombies in their pasta doble, and they got two eights and two nines. And he only had one little tiny place where he was out of time, which mm-hmm. is just mind-blowing. Shangela and Gleb did a jazz, which means they could do whatever they wanted. To Taylor Swift's Look What You Made Me Do. And they were dressed as dolls. She, mm-hmm. He was with a very strange masked doll that was like, it was, it was spookier than anything else we saw, I think. Um, girl doll, and she came out and got him and snatched him up and gave him what for, and I think she killed him at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, broke his, broke neck, his neck, and they got all tens for yeah. this jazz piece. No. Now the concept was very, very good. The art, the makeup was very, very good. The dancing was better than I think Shangela has done previous because she's still a little bit too much club dance for me. But it, I didn't think it deserved all tens. No, I don't either. Vinny and Coco did a pasta doble. Dancing to Get Ghost by Mark Ronson, Passion Pit, and ASAP Ferg. And it was barely a fair dance. Yeah. They got two sevens and two eights. Vinny is just difficult. He did better last week than he did this week. I just I wish it could be consistently good or bad or whatever it is. But anyway, it just it wasn't great. Heidi and Artem did a tango. Dancing to Maneskin's I Want to Be Your Slave. Would you say they were aliens? Uh, I think so. Is that what that dress was? I think, aliens? yeah. Artem was not recognizable at all no. as Artem, I didn't think. And they did a very good job. They got two nines, a ten, and a nine because the tango was very sharp. She did a very good job. Gabby and Alan, not Val. Val. Because he has COVID. Yep. He's tested positive for COVID. Everyone else around him has tested negative for COVID. So hopefully that's true because you can get a false negative. Anyway, Gabby and Alan did an Argentine tango. To Shivers by District 78 featuring Michaela Lynn. And it was an excellent Argentine tango. Mm -hmm. It did have oomph to it that Charlie's did not. In my opinion, I thought it had more of the feel, the sleazy feel of an Argentine tango. Ten, two nines, and a ten. There's nothing wrong with Alan's dancing, but I can only imagine how Val would have torn that up. Yeah. He would have. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, Gabby would have been a little bit better. Right. Because she would have been more sure of herself. More comfortable. The practice wouldn't have taken as long. Mm -hmm. They'd have been able to move sooner Mm -hmm. to other elements. and Yeah. Yeah. But still, it was excellent. I think it was one of Gabby's best dances, actually, for me. Wayne and Whitney did a contemporary piece. To the Halloween theme song uh, played by District 78. And this is Halloween, the movie theme song. 
And I, it was good. It wasn't great. I expected more. It was, I think, I'm, I'm not sure. It was not, it was supposed to be kind of a strict contemporary because he, he mentioned the word crump, and I didn't really see any crump. But I thought it could have been more than what it was. I think Wayne's good enough to do more than what it was. And I don't know if maybe his knees were hurting or his back was hurting or she was just taking it easy on him. Here's what I think. What? I think she is allowing Wayne to have too much control over what they're dancing. Could be. I I think her choreography is not necessarily what we're seeing. It's his choreography with her filling the gaps. Could be. Three nines and a ten is what they got. I thought the 10 was very generous. And isn't this the second time they have done some sort of streety influenced kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And neither one of them have been like... Well, the first one was better than this one. All that good? In my opinion. Um, Trevor and Emma had what was possibly the best dance of the evening. Oh, my goodness, yes. They did a contemporary piece also. Dancing to Justin Bieber's rendition of Ghost. And it was totally different from oh. the con- previous contemporary, yes. so much so. I mean, they got a 10, a 9, a 10, and a 10, and I thought it deserved all 10s. I don't know what Lynn's problem was. The concept was excellent. He was the widow. She was his wife, Ghost, coming back to console him in the dance. And it was very touching, very well danced. It was the best I've ever seen Trevor move oh, far this whole away. season. Yeah. And yeah. he said that he just really got into it because he had friends who had recently lost loved ones and just kind of emoted their feelings that he had experienced into the dance and actually cried. He cried when they were talking about it because he it, it touched him so much. But it was the best dance of the evening, I thought. Well, looking at the scores, it was better than Shangela's dance. Yes. Yes. Uh, the same or better than Charlie and Mark Nah, that I mean, you would you would really have to pull out a, a, a magnifying glass to figure out which one was because they were both very very good. Mm-hmm. But it was definitely, and I, I pick out Shangela because they got a point better. They got a perfect score, and I think that their dance was far better than what Gleb and Shangela did. Yes. Okay, so that was the end of the regular dance part. Now we went to team dancing. And the Wicked, they, they chose the captains by the people who were at the lowest on the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. So Vinny was a captain and Trevor was a captain. Vinny got to choose first because he was the lowest on the scoreboard, and he chose Gabby first. So Vinny eventually got Gabby, Shangela, Jordan, and Heidi and their respective partners. Mm-hmm. Scream, which is Trevor's team, got Charlie, Wayne, and Daniel. So it turned out that Trevor was the next lowest. Is I'm sorry, what? Vinny was the only star oh. male in his group. Yeah, because of how he picked. Because of how he yeah. picked. But Trevor got the better choreographer mindset because he had um, Emma and he Mark. had Mark and he had Emma. And he had Whitney, and he had Wayne, who has done a lot of Broadway and stuff. So he felt he had the better choreography mm-hmm. mindset. Vinny said he had the better males to, to back him up on his part, uh, so he didn't look so bad. That wrong. You got four dudes that can dance and you that can't dance. Yeah. You're going to mm-hmm. stick out mm-hmm. like a thumb, dog. So 
Wicked came out and they did, they have to group dance, break off into solos, and then come back and group dance. And during their dance, which wasn't all that bad, they, when they broke off into solos, they kind of just stood in the four corners and clapped their hands while the solo was happening. Scream, and they got 33 points. They danced to The Witches Are Back from the Hocus Pocus 2 uh, soundtrack. 8898, 33 points. Scream, when they did their dance, they did their team group together, broke into solos, but when the solo started, the others were on the outside doing synchronized movements. Mm -hmm. They might move over to the left one space in a synchronized way or move over to the right in a synchronized way, but they were constantly moving very subtly while the solo was happening in the middle, and then they would weave in in their movement into being the solo, and the solo would weave out into the intricate outer edge, very subtle movement. So it looked more like a group routine, like we see the the pros do. The whole time, yeah. Yeah, like we see the pros do. It wasn't just people standing on the edge waiting for their turn. So, of course... That went over much better yes. with the judges. And they got a 10, a 9, a 10, and a 10. And I was so disappointed in Lynn because he had to make a point to tell Charlie that she messed up. And But Mark said that it was but Mark, he that, uh, When they that were upstairs up. talking to Alfonso, Mark's like, she didn't mess up. I messed up. And I was like, Lynn, these people already have enough pressure. You do not have to single someone out because people messed up during the wicked and all they said was there were some mistakes. They didn't call names. They didn't say who messed up. But on screen, he had to particularly call out Charlie's name and tell her she messed up. That pissed me off. Yeah. Don't do that to these people. They're stressed enough as it is. Team Scream danced to Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's version of Heads Will Roll. So there you go. We have 39 extra points added to everybody who's on screen and 33 extra points added to everybody who's on wicked which changed up the leaderboard a little bit but not significantly not substantially no so we have safe daniel and brett trevor and emma gabby and alan or val wayne and whitney Vinny and coco boo shangela and gleb and charlie and mark which puts in our bottom two Heidi and Artem and Jordan and Brandon should not, those two couples should not be in the bottom two at this point. Vinny should definitely be in the bottom two. Yeah, Vinny, Vinny was low man on the totem pole by like six points. Yes. I mean, he was far and away the low man. Yes. But when it came to the choosing, because I thought I knew who they were going to choose and I didn't know, Carrie Ann chose Heidi. Derek chose Jordan. Bruno chose Jordan. Lynn, who was the deciding vote, chose Heidi. And because he chose Heidi, Heidi got to stay, and we said goodbye to Jordan. Not sure that I can really make a fight for either one to be the one to get to stay, because they were kind of even. But I was so proud of the way Jordan handled herself during the whole thing. Oh, yeah. She she has an excellent sense about her. Right, so uh, I believe you said that next week is a 90s night. Yes, it is. And um, somehow, Vanilla Ice and Vogue, Salt and Pepper, and Kid and Play uh, are going to be involved. Saw today, actually, that Salt and Pepper got uh, Walk of Fame stars. Oh, cool. 
Uh, that was just announced this week, today, cool. or yesterday. I wonder so. if any of them are actually going to be there. I, I hope they all will. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Particularly Kid and Play. I dig Kid and Play. Yeah. Um, looks like. Uh, okay. There's, yes, no, maybe. Looks. No, the chart here is just set up kind of weird. Shangela and Gleb and Daniel and Britt. Um, one unlearned dance and a dance relay is what's coming up. Uh, Shangela and Gleb, Daniel and Britt are both doing cha-cha-chas. Oh, well, here we go. To a Vanilla Ice song. Ice Ice Baby. Vinny and Coco and Trevor and Emma are doing sambas. To, no, those must be the relays. Yeah, they are. Right? Yeah, those are the relays. Okay. Uh, doing sambas to In Vogue's Never Gonna Get It. Like that one. Heidi and Artem and Wayne and Whitney are doing sambas to Shoop. Like that one. Charlie and Mark, Gabby and Val are doing salsas to Ain't Gonna Hurt Nobody. And then doing individual dances, Wayne and Whitney are doing a salsa to Motown Philly. Yeah. Boys to Men's Best Song. Charlie and Mark are doing a tango to Song 2. Heidi and Artem, a contemporary to Ironic from Alanis Morissette. Cool. Wow, yeah. Oh, and I'm giving away the song now. Oh, oh, oh well, I'll repeat it anyways. Trevor and Emma are doing a salsa to Barbie Girl. Okay. Daniel and Britt are doing a jazz to Depeche Mode's Enjoy the Silence. Not sure I know that one off the top of my head. Yeah, probably you would recognize the probably. song. Yeah, I don't know if I recognize the title either. Vinny and Coco doing a tango to Hadaway's What is Love. What is Love? Baby, don't hurt. Sorry. Shangela and Gleb doing a samba to Spice Up Your Life. And Gabby and Val doing a samba to Livin' La Vida Loca. Tell ya. We're excited because we are definitely 80s, 90s people. Some good 90s songs that's, there. That's our age. We're, we're, we're hop on the 80s and 90s. Yep. So those are the dances and the songs. But like I said, the music. We'll repeat. Yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll repeat the music. So, And uh, that's all we have for Dancing with the Stars. That's all I have, period. Okay. If you guys want to send us any feedback, uh, you can go to the forums and leave comments. That's at justanotherfanboy.freeforums.net. The website is deliberatenoise.com slash dancefever. You can comment there. If you want to email us, that is dancefever at gmail.com. And as far as the social webs, we are on Twitter uh, as dancefever, one word, and on Facebook as dancefever, two words. But always spell fever, F-E-V-R-E. I know that's why we haven't heard from you. You're spelling fever wrong. Yep, it's not getting to us. It's, it's not getting it's here. bouncing. So we will talk to you guys again next time with uh, '90s week from Dancing with the Stars and just another competition week for Strictly Come Dancing. Yes. Catch you guys next week. Bye.